Hey, what's up? This is the Man Fused Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, your host, my real estate broker co-host, Ben H. In the house. Sitting right next to me. And we have a special guest in studio. So today on the Man Fused Podcast, we are going to talk to stuntman Nicholas Decay. Nick has over 151 movies under his belt. He's going to take us behind the scenes. We've all heard that Tom Cruise does most of his own stunts, but does he? We might just get an answer. I asked him right before the mics turned on, I said, I never even sent you a link to this podcast. And he responded, no, I have no idea your format. I have no idea anything about the podcast. So Nick Decay. Going on, man. Nick, me and Nick have lots of history. And when I hit Nick up a week or so back, when was the last time I spoke with you? I don't know. It's been a long time. So I might have met Nick when I was 19, 20 years old. Probably younger than that. At that point, there were lots of parties. You'd call them parties. Some people would call them raves, whatever you want to call it. But there was always something to do like every night of the week. A different warehouse, a different club. And I remember Nick and I, we hit it hard for, let's say, if my memory serves me right, a couple years maybe? Yeah, it was definitely a couple years. I mean, one time in particular, and this might be dating us because we're all in our 40s now. I can't believe I'm saying that. I just turned 45 yesterday. 45? Old balls. Like sitting DT? right here. Ancient. Old balls. Ancient. Yeah, I'm I didn't a fossil. Realize, I didn't okay. realize you were so old. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize you we were so old. We don't need your use. Yeah. Yeah. Now right. I have to respect my elders. But there was yeah. a DJ called DJ Kiyoki, not A. I love Kiyoki. Kiyoki. And he I remember going Sorry. to a party. I don't even remember where it was. It Soul. was. Soul Club, Club Soul on Spur was it Spring Street? No, no Peach Street. It was at uh, close to Peach Street and Tenth. It's where Bulldogs, that gay bar, is. Yeah, somewhere around so in generally that, in that actually area. the high rise that our buddy Case lives in the Metropolis. That's the property that Club Soul used to be on. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, so we went to see DJ Kiyoki and ended up like going back to his penthouse at the Biltmore. I think it was that night. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds very plausible. We were doing a lot of drugs then. Oh, you were? Oh, yeah. A terrifying amount. A terrifying. I mean, a horrific, terrifying amount. And Kiyoki was on board? <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, Kiyoki, Kiyoki was... played some wild stuff. He did. It was where, awesome. I mean, where is he today? Can someone Google a picture of Kiyoki oh, and God. find out what? He's not DJing anymore Isn't that he? I know about. I don't know anything about him anymore. I mean, back in the day, I mean, he was a headliner. Yeah. But I mean, I, I remember getting into K-holes with him. Yeah. You know, doing a heroic dose of ketamine. Oh, my God. While uh, rolling on Molly or something sure. like that. Or press pills, whatever we were doing back then. Indeed. Whatever kind of junk. That was. So over the years, Nick and I have remained friends on Facebook. And I think one time when I was hustling some real estate, I went and I knocked on a a property downtown. Was it around Ponce? Yep, we were on Ponce. So I knocked on this door, Ben, because I wanted to see who owned this property. And it was before all the Ponce redevelopment. And Nick answered the door and he had an MMA gym over there. No way. This must have been 15 years ago. So it's probably kind of in the middle of when we were hanging out and where we are now. Well, Nick, ever since has been doing some pretty badass shit. Let me just tell you a little bit about my buddy Nick right here. So Nick is a multi-talented stuntman who's made a name for himself in the entertainment industry. Dude has over 150 
films. That's wild. Under his belt. No way. He's been nominated for five awards, and you've won one of them, which was, uh, was that Cobra? No. Which one did you win? Stranger Things and Black Panther. No Stranger way, Stranger Things That's and cool. Black Panther. Wakanda, right? Uh, the first Black Panther. The first Black Panther. Oh, that was before, um, what's his name died? Correct. Did you ever get to meet him? Yeah. I, um, I actually worked with him on 42, the Jackie Robinson movie. I just watched that with my son the other day. Yeah. Because it, we I, had I'm the Jackie it. Robinson tournament. Don't tell me you were the one yelling the N-word over and over. Uh, <laughs> so if you remember when the Dodgers pull up to that hotel. Yes. And there's some goons. Yeah. Stopping them from going in. I was the goon. No way. Yeah. I, the, w- I watched that just, I'm <laughs> talking hilarious. last yeah. weekend. Yeah. And I did not recognize you as a well, goon. you know, I was wearing a period costume but holy shit i met him on that and then you know I, we worked together on um, panther because i did the casino fight and right. then that big car chase in korea went to korea and did the car chase. how cool is and, that and now you got into stunts and i think you told me this so you were owning this mma gym you're an mma fighter too you're a badass right you karate mma jujitsu shit like that yeah i mean i wouldn't go so far as to say i'm a badass but well Okay, I compared get to me, he's a badass. Yeah. Well, you know. certainly compared to you most now that you're 45. Most bad, <laughs> he's 44, <laughs> but he knows how to fight. Yeah, um, exactly. But most badasses don't ever say they're a badass. The ones that that's, say that oh, I'm a fucking badass are normally the ones that. That's yeah. because they learn from real badasses. Because his opinion of the guy that's a badass is a real badass. Oh yeah, Where he's me, a badass compared to us. My mind be the janitor just cleaned up my explosive diarrhea. Mine is anybody that can just fight better than me oh ben you've served our country you've been in combat i've I been mean, in some fights yeah. i've never really lost a fight but i never fought a badass mma guy either i'm sure i would lose to a jiu-jitsu fighter oh i'm sure a hundred percent yeah they know how to fucking dry hump you on the ground a hundred percent once they choke. get me on the ground i'm just gonna tap i'm not even waiting for it <laughs> you heard it here first ben is very vulnerable um so you said that you were just in the gym one day and someone came in and wanted to shoot something there is that how it all came to be yeah, this guy, he was a movie producer, and uh, he comes in. He's like, hey, you know, I want to use your gym to shoot this sequence. And I was like, sure, man, you just got to put me in your movie. And he was like, well, do you know how to act? I'm like, no. He's like, well, what can you do? I'm like, I don't know. I can fight. I can shoot. I can do all kinds of shit. And uh, he was like, well, there's actually an assassin role in the movie. Um, I guess you could do it. And which and movie is this? It was called The Drug Runner, and uh, it died in post-production, which is what most independent movies do. So they make it all the way to post, and then they fucking die? Yeah. Is that because of fun? Correct. Yeah, this guy ran out of money. Uh, He did the whole thing on film. It was a beautiful movie. So I shot that and met some other stunt guys on that movie. And we chatted and they were like, you should try to do this. And um, kind of banged my head against the wall for a few years and eventually started doing it for a living. That's pretty fucking badass. So how do you do stunt work for a living, for example? Is there a place you sign up? I mean, it's obviously who you know and who knows you. And it's about right? your work and previous work, your reputation, right? And so you like- build a body of work and then you market yourself to producers? So as a stunt performer, the people were, I guess, marketing ourselves through would be stunt coordinators. Okay, got it. It is very much a reputation-based business. There are some stunts where, worst case scenario, you kind of hurt yourself. But there are other stunts where, worst case scenario, you kill someone else. Really? Oh, yeah. If you're driving a car, you're in a 3,500-pound missile. And if you're driving it and sliding it up to a camera, there's people around. And if you miss your mark and you hit them, they're going to be disappointed. Does that happen often where people get hurt? Not terribly often, but it does happen from time to time. I mean, yeah. people have gotten hurt. People have lost their lives. It's serious work. That's cool, um, man. That's like a dream job. Like when you're a kid, you know, that's the kind of thing. 
Like when I ask my son what he wants to be, he's like, I want to be a dirt bike rider or I want to be a baseball player. I want to be a race car driver. I mean, stunt man is like all of those things all in one. You yeah. get to do all that cool shit. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. That's cool, man. So, That's and I mean, That's now really that you cool. have 150 under your belt, I would imagine, is this something you have to go try out for? Or is it the type of thing where it's like, I've worked with him, my buddies worked with him, I know I can, because they need to be able to count on you for that end result, ultimately, without being a prima donna or a pain in the ass, without being a dick to everybody else. You know, I'm sure you hear that shit on the set and where people get these bad reps. I would imagine as a stunt person, you want to be as chill and easy to work with as possible. Yeah, there's really no time for stunt divas. Yeah, um, stunt divas. Have you met yeah. a stunt diva? Not many that work. Um, you got to be pretty special to be able to be a real asshole and yeah. work as a stunt person. Meaning you have to be able to do shit that most people are not willing to do or be able to execute. Uh, you have to be either immensely talented or the only person in a demographic. Because, you know, we, we double a lot of actors. And if, if you're some really weird demographic that nobody else is in, you can kind of get away with being a dick. Like Pan Pacific Jewish no, like a little midget that's like, Maybe. like what's his name? Uh, Mini-Me. Yeah. Like, how can you do stunt double that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never met that guy's stunt double, but. Um, <laughs> He's a real asshole. No, generally <laughs> speaking, most of the people that work are pretty cool. There's a pretty good filtering system in the stunt department to get rid of assholes. You know, you're going to eat a lot of humble pie. Because, you know, we do stupid shit. You know, you throw yourself down flights of stairs, you get hit by cars. You, right. I would think it'd be a pretty chilled out, humble group of guys, honestly. For the most part. Or people. I'm sure there's females as well. Oh, there's some amazing stunt women out there. Yeah. Now, yeah. dealing with the main actors, and you've been a double for Jason Bateman, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you were one. Did you see Stranger Things 4, Ben? No. Okay, so there's a scene in there. What was the guy's name in the show? Eddie. Eddie. Spoiler alert. There's a scene in there where Nick fills in for him and is a stunt double for him. So, like, working with those actors, are they pretty cool or you're going to get some that are assholes and some that are just, it, I guess that's kind of a It depends. I mean, there are some actors that are very, very cool. There are some actors that are complete assholes and everywhere in between. I mean, I guess it depends um, on the day also because, you know, everyone has a bad day. Sure. You know, some of the guys are very professional. You know, they're not there to be your friend. They're there to do their job. I like those guys. I get along with them pretty well because I'm not looking to be buddy-buddy with them. And they're not looking to be buddy-buddy with me. They're looking to do their job, and I'm there to do my job. And that all works out. There are some that get really butt hurt about having a stunt double. Some people don't like that shit. You know, it, it hurts their manliness. Because it's not them doing it. Correct. And they might be physically capable of doing it, but the risk profile of the stunt doesn't allow them to do it. Insurance won't bomb the film if they do it. So they make me do it, and... Some of those guys get a little butthurt about it. So that has to go. That's not even necessarily the directors. That's insurance. They have to clear all that shit through insurance and look at, like, weighing the options and, like, okay, can we afford if the main character gets injured from this type thing? That goes into it. So the typically in pre-production of a movie, your stunt coordinator is going through all the stunts with the director, the cinematographer, the producers, and comes up with a plan for each and every stunt. And then that plan has to be presented to the insurance company. And some movies just have insurance, but some also have a completion bond where this insurance company is guaranteeing this movie will be finished. So if you have a completion bond, which most films do, that insurance company is going to look at a stunt like, say, a guy falling down a flight of steps, which I've never met an actor that wants to fall down steps. That seems um, like a rough one. 
It's it's a shitty stunt. Yeah. I've done a bunch of them. Hey, Seems throw, like there's no hey, way it doesn't hey, hurt. throw yourself down this flight of I stuff. mean, is there any way it doesn't hurt? No, it always hurts. Yeah. Do you wear extra padding and shit? You wear what you can wear. Right. <laughs> um, well, without being like... Correct. <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't look like the Michelin man most of the time. Right. You um, can't be in a bubble and then, no, you know, I get no, it. They're not going to fix it in post. So generally speaking, they do this kind of risk analysis with the insurance company. And um, usually at that point, they'll say, okay, there's no way the actor can do this. We have to have a stunt double for this because they just don't want to risk it. Except if you're Tom Cruise. No comment. <laughs> Why? Now I'm <laughs> Is Tom, does he really do all of his own stunts like they he say? He does a lot of them, right? No, no. comment? Oh. Oh. Well, he, the way he portrays himself. There you go. He's portrayed as someone who does all of his own stunts. Okay, you don't have to answer. Did he fly but... the jets? I don't know if he flies the jets. I didn't work on. Does he do... More stunts than the norm. Like, I feel Absolutely. like. Absolutely. He is an incredibly physically talented man. Right. Oh, that's yeah. what yeah. I thought. I know he's uh, skydived, and I mean, I know. Like, he'll do that stuff, from what I understand. But Yeah, I mean, he can ride a motorcycle. He can drive cars. He can do fight sequences. He's very talented. But does he, he do as much as he shows off that he does? Okay, so no comment. I no, comment. Yeah, no we'll comment. We'll take the first word <laughs> along no. with the comment. <laughs> yeah. We'll, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Particular type of stunt that you like to do? I love doing driving stunts. They're always super fun. You like bikes and cars, that type yeah. of thing? Yeah. Bike stunts I'm less excited about because you Usually they want you to crash them. Did you say um, diving? Driving. Driving, sorry. Yeah. Bike stunts are fun, but I don't really like crashing bikes on purpose if I can help it. Yeah. That would have been way cooler when I was 20. Yeah. But the car stunts, they're tons of fun. I bet. Hell yeah. I don't know if you ever saw Game Night with Jason Bateman. Yes. So all that Corvette stuff at the end, that was all practical. Like I was really went under a plane and did all stuff. Really? Car. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, it was badass. Is that the first time you've ever done anything like that? I don't know how many people have ever driven under a plane, period. While the plane is rolling. Correct. Just in general. I don't know anyone else who's done it. I'm sure someone else has. What about Christmas vacation when Chevy Chase goes under the tractor trailer? It's kind of the same gag. Right. Similar guy, and they did it in Fast and Furious also. And you've been a part of those movies as well, right? I worked on seven and eight. Cool. Um, Is that one of the ones where they went to space? (laughs) I think that's ten. I I got a friend. She's worked on a bunch of them. She would know. That's so cool. That seems like it would be right up your alley with the amount of car chase scenes in those movies. Yeah, they're fun. I didn't do any of the big car stuff on the Fast and Furious movies. I worked on first unit. All the badass shit was on second unit, but that was uh, on seven. I think they filmed in Ohio or something but i wasn't a part of it first to educate any of our listeners and me and i don't know if you know what first unit second unit what does that mean like the second unit is that always reserved for like more extreme or is it that doesn't really not necessarily typically first unit means the beautiful people are there the actors Mm. Ah. Um, and the first unit director. So that's the director that everyone hears about. That's first unit. Mm. And then uh, second unit typically is a stunt unit. It doesn't have to be. It could be filming anything, technically speaking. And that could have its own director. But it would have a second director. It has a second unit director. A lot of stunt coordinators become second unit directors. So um, on the Fast and Furious movies, I believe the second units are run by a guy named Spiro, who I've never worked for. I'd like to, but he's got a pretty tight group of people that he works with that he's worked with. You need to wait till one of them gets badly injured or something, and then you could slide in. I I think they're all drivers, so it's unlikely that's going to happen. Right, right. Um, But in any event, sometimes second units do more extreme stuff. Usually, you know, the most common thing I would say on second unit, in my experience with them, is they just move a lot faster. So uh, 
a first unit might get 20 setups in a day and a second unit might get 200. Wow. Um, when you say setups, like... Meaning where you put a camera. Oh, shit. You know, first, first unit moves at a glacially pace because they're waiting for the actor to have that perfect twinkle in their eye or whatever. Right. So they might, you know, on a big movie, I mean, you might be filming less than a page a day. So, and a page is roughly 60 seconds of screen time. Right. So you've got this 12-hour day dedicated to getting 45 seconds of movie. That's crazy, man. Uh, you imagine? I mean, like, that's something that... I would never even think about. And I've been a part of some commercial, like I've been on a couple of TV commercial things where I've had to sit. And you're right. You're just sitting there. I mean, the production, even for something low budget, like Swamp Murders, which I was on. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of that show. It's like the ID discovery bullshit that, you know, they reenact, you know, murders, you know, shit. You're, you know, whatever. I mean, I was there for seven, eight, nine hours, you know, and it's for, I don't know, a minute, maybe, with yeah. me on it. It's crazy. That's so fucking cool, though. Yeah. So, like, out of your 150 movies or shows that you've been a part of, do you have one or two that are just stand out as, like, your absolute favorite besides flying or riding under the plane? That's probably that got to be fun. pretty epic. I was pretty stoked. I did. I was... Uh, the Johnny Lawrence stunt double on season one of Cobra Kai. And that was pretty cool because, you know, I was a huge Karate Kid fan as a kid. Hell yeah, this show is awesome. I love it. And I didn't yeah. think I'd get into it. And then I'm like, the way that they picked it up, I mean, it, it's that 80s, like 80s nostalgic. Yeah. It's like Stranger Things kind of. Yep. It's just like they get it all right pretty much as far as like 80s were a good ass time. They were like, fun. 80s, were 80s was ass. a great time. You know, 80s and 90s, really, if you look at it. Yeah. But the producers of that show, they're big nerds and they really love the source material. So I worked on it seasons one, two, and three. I haven't worked on it since. There was a management change in stunts. and They decided to go elsewhere. We went a different way. So that one was fun. I liked working on Ozark because that was just a cool show. With Jason uh, Bateman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a good show. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. I did a, that bicycle thing in the first season was fun where I rode the bicycle into the side of the truck. Oh, shit. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that now. All right. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. And Jason's actually incredibly athletic. Is he? Yeah, super athletic. Jason Bateman does not like when you, he's like a child actor. Like you no, just would no. not think. He's almost the same in every show, every movie he's on. He's the yeah. same character pretty much he's shockingly athletic really um, he rode that bicycle and skidded up to it like an 80s kid you know and he landed maybe an inch from the truck so they were able to use almost all of him and just me hitting the truck <laughs> wow. um, now throw yourself into this truck yeah i mean i was surprised at how athletic he actually is That's he's cool. a cool guy right i like him a lot he's super professional he's or very organized when he's directing i did a movie with him last year that's going to come out I think this year sometime. What is that called? Are you allowed to say? Carry on. Carry on. Carry on, my son. Yeah. Is that like a carry on a plane? Yep. Like a yeah. carry. All right. I can't really give you any details about that. All the right. Plot, so but what are we carrying on a plane? Something there's got to be. It's a mystery. Got, you yeah. have to wait. You'll, you'll find out when you see it. You got to have right. the protagonist. Something's going on. The drama's right. got to be yep. in that carry on. That's fucking dope. Yeah, he's cool. I get along with him fine. Again, we're not buddies or anything, but it's a very professional relationship. That's cool, man. Have you ever been, and now you've got 151 films you've been a part of. Is there anybody that you would be starting? Starstruck by getting to meet or hang out with or work with that you'd be like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Like, um, I mean, I, you've been in contact with so many out of 150 films, whether they be low budget or big budget, you know, or independent or whatever you want to call it. Is there anybody that you have been starstruck by or would be just by? Yeah. You know, I mean, I was pretty stoked when I met Tony Jaw on Fast. Tony Jaw's a badass. I thought that was cool just because I thought he was a badass. 
Um, is he? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, like, yeah, he trained with me at my gym. Um, he's a freak of nature. Do you know who Tony Jaws? Ben? Not yet. He was like a Thai action star. Yeah, he's um, a, what is it? Ungbok. Ungbok. Tom Youngun. Oh yeah, Ungbok. Yeah, oh, he breaks crazy. legs like. Oh yeah, I know this guy. He's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. like the Thai like Donnie Yen. Like, yeah, you like Donnie Yen? I like Donnie Yen. I've never worked with him. What um, do you think about Keanu Reeves? I met him once uh, when I was working out at a gym in L.A. that's owned by some stunt guys, and um, he seemed very polite. I thought the first John Wick movie was really freaking awesome, and obviously I like Matrix. So yeah, yeah I mean you can't hate like on his work, you know. I mean, I mean there are a lot of people who are like, oh, he's a shitty actor. Oh, whatever. But he's a wonderful. His gun actor. skills and his fighting yeah. skills. I mean, he trains like he's good. Yeah. I think mean, he's one of the best actors man personally i like him and you know he went out to terran tactical to learn this little gun foo shit gun foo and is that um what's the close combat fighting he does it's like a mix of like jujitsu and um what's the other one akita keto i don't know i know he did brazilian jujitsu out in la for a while just some of those moves that he does in all four of the films i know they're all choreographed but you know the way he takes people down i mean you still have to know how to do that shit i think there's a fighting style that kind of lends to some of that. I don't know if it's a keto or I'm not I'd sure. I call it movie foo. Movie I mean, foo. Yeah, because I mean, he does some basic judo shit in there. He does a lot judo. of BJJ. He does, he does a bunch of stuff. I know his stunt doubles from that movie and I, I know the fight guys in that movie. They're all super talented and. Right. So you, you like know. John Wick one, but second. Have you seen the, the fourth yet? I haven't seen the fourth yet. I know I'm the stunt guy and I'm supposed to just like like long action sequences, but I actually, I like the not action sequences more than I like action sequences uh-huh. when I watch a movie. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Is that because you pick it apart? I mean, I, I'm sure that the action sequences in the newest movie are technically flawless. Right. You know, I've worked with Chad, who's the director of that movie. He's extraordinarily talented. It's unlikely there's any technical issues with any of his fights. But you know um, how the sausage is made. I do know how the sausage is made. <laughs> I mean, I'm a movie dork, but I like all the acty shit. Yeah. You know, I, I like the story stuff. I like action sequences, but I like it when it's a more of a punctuation mark so, on a scene rather than the scene. On the action sequences, I've always wondered... Some of them are just horrible and you're like, okay, you know, this is obviously not a real fight. But sometimes it's like, is that a real fight? So I guess my question is, are there times when it's like, no, let's just go for it. Let's just beat the shit out of each other. Don't punch me in the nose, but let's really fight. I've had one actor and I'm not going to say his name because, but he is a very famous for being a tough guy. Yeah. Um, it's not Steven Seagal, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, it's but, Tate. <laughs> it's not Steven Seagal. I've never worked with him and I have no intention of ever working with yeah. him. Yeah. But um, no, this, this guy's a, a fine guy. That's why I'm not going to call him out cool. but um you know and i had choreographed this fight sequence that he and i were going to have and i knew he wanted to do tie boxing in it so i told him you know where we're gonna clinch and we'll exchange some knees and then he would sweep me and he's like well you know i think we should just really clinch and then i'll just throw you when i want to throw you and i was like i think we should do the choreography <laughs> and he's like no no no, i'll just throw you when i want to throw you i'm like all right so you want to just really clinch and just go for it and then you're just gonna throw me at some point he said yeah 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 all right, man. So take one. I put it on his ass. <laughs> you know, I started nice. putting his chin down towards his belly button. Uh, and I waited till I saw the fear in his eyes. And then I just chucked myself on the ground. And then after that, he came up. He's like, you really know how to do Muay Thai, don't you? And I was like, yeah, man, I actually fought in Thailand. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he's like, all right, well, we'll do the choreography. 
<laughs> let's do the choreography. Let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he was cool after that. He was great. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only time I've ever had an actor be like, no, we should really just do this. Because usually they're very concerned about their safety. So talk about safety. I mean, what was that like fighting real Muay Thai in Thailand? I mean, that's not acting. And how badass is Thailand? I mean, that's where I went on my honeymoon. People are getting their ass kicked for real, right? Uh, I mean, it, guys in Thailand are no tougher than guys anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, people are people. It's um, funny, though. The way, not to interrupt you, the way they market fights in Thailand is like something. cock fights. No. You'll be on the street and this truck comes by. They got a horn on it and they're on their CB and they're like, oh, come out to the fight. And they got pictures of the fighters and then the uh, fighters hop out and start sparring in the street no with like way. their clan as a promo. That's crazy. You, did you see that shit? I, I actually have one of the billboards that they put on one of those trucks for me at my house. Oh, shut I, up. You know, Chris has a tuk-tuk. I'm sorry. I you have know, Kaylee has a tuk-tuk. Nice. I converted it to electric. It's gangster. It is nice. straight from Thailand. Yeah, well, so. It's we got were, the serial number and everything. <laughs> I had a fight in um, Phuket and uh, one of my buddies, he's this French guy um, that was at our gym. He got drunk and climbed up and stole the billboard with my face on it and wrote, we rolled it up and I took it home. Oh, that's I cool. My house. So you have the one of your own fight. Yeah, it's me looking all stupid. That's cool. Did you win? I did win. You did? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, some of those guys, I always think back to, like, was it blood sport or whatever? That's what I'm saying. I feel like there's no rules when you go to Thailand. No, 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 there's plenty of rules. You know? Um, Which is like, the that's one where, where you die like, in the ring. Was it blood sport was the Thai like one? Jean-Claude no, Van Damme. Was kickboxer. Um, kickboxer. Where he fought Tung Po, which I, th- I believe is a white guy that they just put Asian guys Shut your from. mouth. That's that hilarious. was a white? I think he's, like, from Italy or something. That's like, That has to be, like, blackface of, oh, like, Thai people. Yeah, he'd be Like, he just painted somebody up to, like. right now, Twitter would murder him yeah right <laughs> oh my god but so like did you like thailand as a whole being I out there absolutely loved it i've been a bunch of times have you um yeah i've spent probably over a year of my life total there that's it's cool. awesome i fucking love thailand yeah it's, it's cool. so cheap once you get never there. been yeah it's great i want to go back it's so where sick. should i go where should i, mean, I take my everywhere wife? go all over and, yeah i mean just go there for like six weeks and just <laughs> spend like a week in bangkok then go to like chiang mai go down to krabi go to phuket that's yeah, cool go to koh samui if you go to like the yeah. islands, like where the beach was yeah, filmed, or any uh, of those little islands. Yeah, PP Island, I think, is where the beach was filmed. Well, is, cool. and the, I went to the uh, full moon party out there. Oh, you went in like Samoy? No yeah, you way. took a boat. Well, we stayed five days on the island of Koh Samui, which isn't far. And then you take a boat to wherever the full moon party is, yep. which is really funny because it's like a Panama City spring break like type deal. Like everyone's trying to sell you everything. All the alcohols, like they give you a bucket with like a couple. <laughs> Red Bulls and some like vodka. They're doing like fire, you know, stuff on the beach. And the beach gets so packed that you can barely walk. And you've got people probably rolling their balls off, like fucking in the water. And there's a right next to them just peeing in the water while they're like fucking. Uh, Those full moon parties are special. Yeah, they are. Uh, It's not my favorite part of Thailand. No, not at all. But it was still fun. You got to experience it. I like the, as the Thais would say, sabai sabai. Yeah. Relax, relax. I like that too. Yeah, I was yeah. really chilling. I'm in it for the chill. I spent a lot of time down in Costa Rica for that. Yeah, I go down there and just like completely unplug, man. Just yeah, go out in the jungle. And I got a buddy that's got like 20 acres in the jungle. And I just go out there and he's got a little casita. We stay at the casita. They cook for us and we just hang out in the forest, man. Take some ayahuasca. Yeah, a little, a little silo, a little whatever. But I've yeah, never we just. done drugs there. What's that? I've actually never done drugs in a foreign country, but I definitely didn't do drugs in Costa Rica when I was there. Well, I've been on like for the past five years, just kind of like a path of just healing. 
just trying to heal myself from a lot of trauma and stuff in my life. And it's led me to plant medicine, which led me to these people in Costa Rica with their land and stuff like that. And I never have felt so, 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 so relaxed and detached from everything that I need to be detached from. And it's just an amazing thing. I'm way too paranoid. All the felonies that I haven't been indicted for are all right here in America. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. you know, if, if I'm going to go to jail, I want to go to jail here. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could do, you know, a hallucinogenic that I'm stuck with for, you know, eight, 10 hours in a country where I'd just be like, if I'm caught, I'm going to go to third world country jail. Yeah. Particularly if we're talking about that, the AYA is actually legal there. Oh. So it's, it's not an illegal substance there. Number one. Number two, I mean, you've probably driven through Piedra Negro. Uh, you probably drove through there. It's a big enduro pass through. You understand what I mean when I say deep in the Costa Rican jungle. Oh, yeah. No, I, I this is out there. Costa Rica. I know. Hour and a half west of San Jose, way out in the jungle on the side of a mountain where I don't see a road or a car for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I understand what you mean, though. But this is a little more chill. But regardless, I hear what you mean on the relaxing thing. That's what it's all about, man. Just detach. That's what I did when I went to Costa Rica, and it was fucking amazing. I loved it. Hey, thanks for listening to the Manfuse podcast. This will end part one of our interview with Nicholas Decay. Join us tomorrow as Ben H. talks about how he's been communicating with his buddy in Costa Rica on an astral plane. I think we've all had this happen when we dream about somebody and the next day they show up or they give us a call. It's crazy, right? We're going to talk about that. And Nick continues to take us behind the scenes of the movie industry as a stuntman.